right, hi folks. Welcome to Dink and Dunk, a sports podcast named after Matt Nagy's playbook from guys who kind of know sports, but will act like you're wrong if we ever have different opinions. Uh, we're just here to give you some snackable 15 to 20 minute sports bits to listen to on that commute from your bed to your living room with mostly Chicago sports-centric content. Uh, I'm Jim. And I'm John. This podcast is brought to you by Highbrow Lowbrow, and odds are, if you're listening to this podcast, you already know about them. If not, though, give them a peek on Instagram at highbrow underscore lowbrow underscore all right, so we're uh, we're gonna get down and dirty today, but before we do that, we have to uh, do the current events of Chicago sports. Current events. Let's start with the Bulls. Uh, very, I mean, everything's just sad, really, as far as Chicago sports goes. But tell me about Denzel Valentine. So, if for those of you that haven't watched, go ahead and do yourself the favor of looking up. Just type in Denzel Valentine, Chicago Bulls. Uh, Bulls were down, I think, what, six points with yeah. about 50? I think they had just gone on like a 15-0 run. Things were, things were looking up. This is kind of like your stereotypical, like, you would see this in a movie. You know, the team's coming back, and then in comes Denzel Valentine, who thinks he's Steph Curry and pulls up from about half court. he thought he was Carlton Banks. <laughs> well, you get the point. So Denzel, Denzel Valentine came up and just absolutely airballed the three-pointer and killed the momentum of the Bulls. It uh, might have been the first sixty footer ever attempted without any, you know, with, uh, under over five seconds left in the game. I mean, did we give him confidence though? Because I mean, no one saw that go. He he took like three dribbles and just launched it. Yeah, I mean, I wish I had that kind of confidence a lot most days. I mean, if I had that kind of confidence, I'd probably have a way better life. Let's be honest. Yeah. Well, other than that, I don't know. Bulls season. We're just gonna we're gonna end it there. Okay, that's fine. Pretty yeah, much, no, no pretty much over. If you ask me, I don't know. I don't know what to think. They they lost like the magic. They lo- they lost to basically the basement. And then y- you think about it, and you're like, okay, we're losing to all the worst teams in the league. Maybe we're one of the worst teams in the league. I, you know, I, I think we just root. For, you pretty much just get excited if they beat a good team. That's that's where we're at now, and that's kind of where we'll leave it. Uh, speaking of another really bad team, the Chicago Cubs. Yeah, I think you'll you'll come to know me and Jim as as non Cubs fans. So um, if there aren't any nice things to say about the Cubs, it, it it won't certainly be us saying them. Yeah, I don't. I actually went to a Cubs game already. It it was fine. Uh, <laughs> they scored zero runs, and I think they lost one zero. So I think that that pretty much sums up the uh, the Cubs as far. You hear that, Ricketts? Jimmy had a fine time at your Cubs game. It was it was all right. Uh, what was I looking at? Oh, batting average. I, they're hitting two thirteen, which is good for uh, twenty six out of thirty teams. So they're not in last, but they're terrible. I, it was it was hard to watch. I bet if me and you went up there in a game, we we could, you know, we could probably do have half the output the Cubs have had so far yeah. this season. Just me and you closing our eyes, doing the old uh, the old Sandlot deal. I, I'll take my odds right there. Give me an MLB pitcher. I mean, it's not like you're facing a really good one every time. Like some of them are, you know, they're all really good, but some of them aren't the greatest. Maybe get a couple walks. Yeah. Well, enough enough about the Cubs. Yeah. Um, the White Sox are the least sad, I'd say. They're supposed to be really good, and they're okay. So I don't know. It's kind of the Sox deal. They're, they've just been okay for yeah for for about forever, except I'm, for 05. 05 was great. This year's looking good. I mean, you want to go opposite end of the spectrum. We're number two in the league for batting average, uh, two sixty one, which is just astronomically higher than the Cubs. I mean, I don't even want to get into detail, but it's Co- pretty bad. Kopech's looking like a stud, or he did yeah. yesterday. Kopech looks good. Rodon, Rodon, Rodon. I whatever you want to call it. 
It's got uh, that blonde mane just flowing in the flowing in the back. Kopech. Kopech. Rodon's. Rodon, Rodon yeah. threw the no-hitter yeah. and then got it ruined because he threw a ball on some guy's – the guy just let it hit his foot. Yeah. It's a real dick move. move. Yeah. I'd, just move your damn foot, dude. You should probably just take a few games off. Yeah. Um, tell me about uh, Yerman Mercedes. Yerman Mercedes. Oh, dude. I don't even know where this guy came from. I just saw this huge – I think he's he's got to be like five foot five and like 300 pounds. But he – he, what was he? Eight for eight? His first – Eight at bats. That's more home. I think get more hits than the Cubs do right now. If you so. if you were a if you were like an animator and you had to make a, a a movie about dogs, what breed of dog would you cast as Yerman Mercedes? <laughs> I, I to me he's a he's like a French bulldog. Yeah, I was gonna say a pug. So we're pre, pug, we're yeah, pretty okay. aligned there. Yeah, he's very smushy and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> very fat. You know, he's actually pretty fast and he's he's killing it. So yeah. you know, go him. Yeah, I haven't seen many for fast French bulldogs, but. Yeah, it's a movie. Um, and last but not least, the Bears. Um, I I have pretty much no no thoughts on the Bears. I just the enthusiasm is at an all time low for me. Yeah, you know, I was I was trying to think about what we were gonna say about the Bears, and I, you know, as I said before, it's just really sad. Like I know we have we have draft week coming up, and. Uh, I, I'm I'm scared again. Frankly, I'm hoping for a boring draft from the Bears. I want them to take three guards, a yeah. D tackle, maybe a I don't know, maybe another kicker. Even though I do believe in Santos, no, we don't need any more. Kickers. I just I just don't want them to trade. You know, Ryan Pace trades the rest of you know the next five years draft picks in order to like be like, hey, well, we have this quarterback we got to see through. I and think he that's just gets how, to stay around. Essentially, that's how Ryan Pace stays alive, right? He kind of just keeps trading the house for one player that might be okay and says this is our guy and give me two more years and that's it doesn't work it, no it doesn't work he needs to either just i think he just needs to keep going with what he's got thoughts on the hawks as a uh as a resident hockey man oh yeah uh blackhawks they're kind of they're if you talk about stuck in the middle i think the hawks are right there they're uh they're pretty close to a playoff spot but they're also technically rebuilding um they made some good moves got a couple no- Got a couple big boys on their team added. I think they got Vinny Hinnestroza back, who is a hometown kid. Uh, yeah, cool. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, I think uh, not not too high expectations. Honestly, if they make it to the playoffs, it's just a bonus this year. But I, th- I think next year or the year after that, they'll be looking okay. All right. Well, I think between uh, you know Chicago being in the middle of the country and all our teams being in the middle of all the leagues, it, this all this all makes a lot of sense. It's really depressing, though. Yes. So let's get to uh, the uh, the grand pooba of this uh, episode. That being, um, <laughs> there you go. Um, very anticlimactic. <laughs> so, uh, whoa! <laughs> me and Jim are gonna have a, a, a head-to-head a duel, if you will, on. The most irrelevant Bears players that you probably haven't thought of in a while. So take it as you may, Jim. I know you're a creative guy. So whether it's I actually haven't thought about them in a while or, you know, they just sucked, which makes them irrelevant. I don't really care. Just, uh, I don't know, make me laugh. Do the funny thing. Okay. Uh, so what's what's like the what's the format here, John? Are we... Uh, so let's draft. I'll let you go first because I I don't know. I've I've read your notes and and I'll just I'll see if you just go for, shoot from the hip. Okay. So coming from a guy that 
brought his in on a paper napkin. We'll we'll go ahead to head here. Uh, I I'm pretty sure Tim Cook, uh, who started Apple, actually didn't wrote it on a paper napkin. Bring me the proof and we'll talk. But so so I so are we just going back and forth? Like I'm saying who I would draft. You say he. Okay. Yeah, and then give me a little synopsis on your player. You know, some, okay. some tidbits. And are we starting with? Am I giving you like my? My lower end tier players first, and going no, to you, no, you want like most okay. irrelevant, then we'll we'll tail off. Okay, so my uh, my number one, I'm gonna have to go with uh, is Cade McNown. Okay, um, Cade McNown was the twelfth overall draft. Have you heard of this guy? Yeah, oh yeah, I've heard oh, of this he guy. He list? was supposed to be napkin? the same. No, he was not on my list. Yeah. He... So let me just throw a few things. So I've been thinking a lot about Cade McNown lately. So he's pretty relevant for I me. Mean, he he played it. I think he played at UCLA, uh, one of those California schools. Um, <laughs> But main things with him, we, we took him 12th overall. I'm pretty sure we even traded up to get him. Um, he played a little bit. He ended up with 16 touchdowns. He had 19 interceptions. Uh, surprising stat, he had 14 fumbles. Uh, I don't It's kind of like Mark Sanchez. And then he had, 50, he had a 50% completion rate. So he made it two years in the league. He was the 12th overall pick, and he was in the NFL for two years. Yeah. I mean, honestly, it makes that's like impossible to do these days. Like people no. at least in like, so he's drafted in 1999 and 2001. Everybody had already written him off at that point. Yeah. I mean, the bears literally had to trade him with a seventh round pick to the dolphins to get rid of him. Or, and this <laughs> and is, a, this, cut him. this is a name that's more relevant than him, but I've Danny Warfel. I feel like I've heard of that guy and that's who he competed against. Yeah. It looks dolphins. like he did. According to Wikipedia, he dated two playmates. So as far as stats go, I, not bad. So, relevant in my head. Um, so, I'm going to go. So, this guy, he is very relevant in today's terms, but irrelevant as a Bears player, we all forget. And that's Spice Adams. <laughs> People forget he was a thick-ass D-tackle that plugged up the line for the Bears for a while there. And he was pretty dang good, actually. He was on, um, I think he was on the Bears Super Bowl team, but... Did he even play though? He was just no. Playing. He was a starter. He was good. He was just. I mean, he he, he would just tackle. It's a two yard gain, like tackled so by Anthony nice. Adams. Like okay, uh, yeah. That was, that's why he was he's irrelevant. But turns out his post playing career yeah, is just okay. hilarious on Instagram. That's true. Because gotta follow. I know he's listening to this podcast right now. Spice, I love you. Um, number I mean, one podcast on Belmont Ave here in Chicago. So the only yeah one. I mean, everyone's too scared to do it. Uh, yeah, it's, if you would have told me, if you would ask me who this dude is, if he didn't have like a, a social media following, I would have had no idea who Anthony Adams if, is. If we were to cast him in a animated movie about dogs, he, he's six foot, 300 pounds. Like he'd probably be a French bulldog too. French bull. Yeah. I, is that the only kind of dog, you know? Cause there's a lot, no. I, I see him as and more, your, your next player. Tell me what kind of dog breed they'd be in. He's there, more of like a German or like, what's the, those St. Bernard dogs. Those things are huge. He's huge. Mm, okay. Okay. All right. You want me to let you know? What kind of animated dog my next player would be? Yeah, I don't this know. Is getting, I, this I just, is getting I just, <laughs> I, I just want to surprise me. I don't know who it'll be. Uh, all right. I <laughs> this one, if I had to give you one, I would say, oh, this is like a, like a a poodle. It'd be a poodle. Okay. Is this is this Cody Parkey? No, uh, it's Rex Grossman. Okay. So, yeah. I, so here's the thing. I didn't even really have to put that many notes for this guy because I mean we all know Rex Grossman is the 2005 Bears Super Bowl quarterback. I always got love for for Rex, dude. You know, people, was it 06? Yeah. Was it 05, 06? 
Yeah. Yeah. So everyone knows him as the 05, 06 Super Bowl, uh, Bears Super Bowl quarterback. But, um, I mean, basically. You so, are one pathetic loser. <laughs> Sick, dude. I'm glad we got the soundboard working. Uh <laughs> I mean, the the guy's main job was to come in and play with arguably the best defense in the NFL uh, almost ever. And he, I mean, he got him to a Super Bowl, great, but he he handed the ball off. And you get to the Super Bowl, and his one job was to not mess up, and he did more than that. Um, and I, He's yeah. easily forgettable in my mind. I mean, the Bears just striking out on, like, great defenses and drafting quarterbacks high that like if they hit like we're all we're like those kids in new england that like go to a championship parade every year like we grow up like that instead it's just it's just mass sadness yeah instead you know family's depressed like my parents won't hang out with me because the bears are doing poorly (laughs) they blame it all on you yeah essentially uh but i mean I think I picked Rex Roseman too because I was just it, he does pretty much resemble Chicago, like Chicago in a nutshell. Like the Bears, you got a great defense for whatever reason. We, we just need a half like capable quarterback. We we don't even have that. Yeah. Okay. What do you got, John? Next one, I'm gonna go with Tank Johnson. <laughs> so he is. Does that to do with the guns? <laughs> yes. <laughs> he he's actually a first round pick for the Bears. Uh, second round pick for the Bears. So probably was supposed to be pretty good. I think he was a decent player, but he's much more well-known that he brought, first of all, I think he attacked a cop outside of a Chicago nightclub, which um, that'll get you in trouble. And then he had six to seven guns in his house, including a couple of assault rifles. So this guy doesn't, this guy doesn't mess around. Um, and uh, yeah, according to his Wikipedia, he, uh, Lives in Gurney, Illinois. So, uh, yay Six Flags. I mean, do you think he can even? Do you think he's even allowed in Six Flags? I feel like he's got multiple felonies at this point. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I mean, but if you bring in a Coke can for a discount, they still have that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can bring in the Coke can and all, everything's forgiven. Yeah. Um, yeah, you go next. All right. So far, you haven't taken any. You've taken two quarterbacks. Like, switch it up, dude. I mean, I gotta get it. I, I gotta get him out of the way. Uh, so, here's one: Cedric Benson. Um, he was a running back for the Bears that everyone was very high on. Um, funny thing though is, as soon as we drafted him, he held out of training camp. So Thomas Jones actually took over his spot at running back. So we we spent draft capital, got Cedric Benson, held out. Thomas Jones became a fan favorite. Which would never work in today's NFL for running back was like, I, I just won't show up and people would be like, okay. Yeah, that, that, that'd be fine. He wouldn't even have to come back. Um, so basically that happened. Thomas Jones leaves. They say, hey, Cedric, here's the keys to the castle. You're, you're our guy. It was terrible. There's no keys to castles. I, don't, I mean, have you been to a castle before? Yeah. There's keys to get in. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Oh my gosh, can't even believe you said that. Um, anyways, so uh, to to end his tragic downfall, uh, he ended up Cedric Benson ended up with two arrests on it with uh, related to alcohol. Seems to be a common theme here. Yeah, a lot of these. I mean, that's what you know. Don't don't drink too much alcohol. You become irrelevant um, or get arrested. 
Yeah, uh, maybe just the second one. Uh, he was released by the Bears, and then went to go to the Bengals, and it was actually okay. But oh, he's pretty good there, actually. For our sake, he was irrelevant. And he was, to be fair, he was sick in college. Like, remember playing like NCAA football? Like, I don't even know what it would have been. Like two thousand three. Like he'd score a touchdown every time he touched the ball. Oh yeah, I do. Like specifically NCAA two thousand three. Yeah, yeah, I remember playing yeah. with him. Yeah, I bet no, you do. Dude, I don't like. I just remember he was like okay. Okay. Sorry, that was that was rude. No, I uh, <laughs> I want to one up your um, if we're just continuing to pile up arrests in this draft. Yeah. Um, with my third overall pick, I draft Sam Hurd, <laughs> <laughs> who was arrested for having. Let's see. Uh, I'm trying looking for the amount of cocaine he was caught fe- with. Yeah, some sort of federal drug charge, right? Yeah, it was something like he had over fifty thousand dollars in cocaine and was connected to the cartel. Which it looks like he went to school at NIU. It's kind of sad that he, you know, you just you're in DeKalb and all of a sudden you're like it's like Breaking Bad and you're at the you're you're in the border of Mexico, um, you know, looking at Walter White trying to trying to bring that cocaine before the Bears play on Sunday. I mean. But here's the thing: like, do you think do you think that football teams would be better off if they were able to do cocaine before they played football? <laughs> um, I, I have no idea. I assume Rex Grossman would still suck, but um, I mean, and so would Cade McNown. But I, mean, I, I guess pers- anything can't hurt. I personally have no ties to that, but I've just heard things, and I'm, it's like you you know it apparently makes makes you get super energized. It's kind of like taking pre workout. Well, I was gonna say in they didn't like baseball in the sixties. They like all did cocaine before like the games. They called it, but they called it like speedballs coffee or something. Haven't you ever really? heard of that? Yeah, no. yeah. They just like have like crazy like I think it was like Adderall and coffee, and then like they all that's what they'd all drink before the games, and they'd all get hopped up. Whatever that's you, probably how they play double headers and pitchers yeah. pitch like forty nine innings in a row. I mean, there was that one dude that pitched a whole game on acid, right? And he threw a perfect game, I'm pretty sure. Riddle me that, MLP. So Sam Hurd, Tank Johnson back-to-back. I mean, I, I think I got to I gotta get off the um, the, sh- the shithead train. Yeah, I mean, I was going to say you were kind of trying to loop me in there for a rest, <laughs> but that's mainly you. I just picked one. Uh, I guess I, since you picked a wide receiver, I will also pick a wide receiver. So I have uh, David Terrell. Uh, wide receiver, the Bears. Do you have him? No, I did uh, not. Okay, you're giving me a head I did, nod. Like, I did, nice I pick, did nice think pick. about him today, though. <clears throat> um, yeah, so David Terrell, we, I know we took him pretty early. He was actually picked before Steve Smith, Reggie Wayne, and Chad Ochocinco. Uh, so that one kind of stings a bit. First round pick? Yeah, eighth overall. Wow. Uh, he did. I mean, I, wow, but, Kevin White's rejoicing right now is like, I'm not the only top 10 Bears wide receiver to absolutely suck. Kevin White also might be on my list. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the only reason I knew this name was because he was on the Patriots, and I feel like I saw him on the Patriots, not even on the Bears. So, fun fact. Uh, also, to add, he was arrested and charged with a felony for distribution of marijuana and a misdemeanor think, battery. Do you think it's something about being a part of the bears and just being such a sad franchise that just causes people to do this i think there's a larger conspiracy going on do you here think we should get the fbi it. investigating the bears for harming people's mental stableness well if it if it leads to the mccaskies being like fired then yeah okay. sure that's okay. i'm all for it what is this this could be a movie right here it should be um so here's my next pick 
probably I'm not even sure if you're gonna remember him, but I saw the name. And if I had this guy's name, I'd be writing as many checks as I could just to be writing this name on my checks. His name is R.W. McCorders. Oh, dude, I remember this guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was the cornerback for like, I don't know, from like 2000 to uh, 2005. That's and I don't know. It's just a sick name. It's like he, it's almost like if I were to name the Monopoly guy without knowing his name, I'd name him R.W. McCorders. Yeah. You know? What do you think R, the R and the W stand for? Ron Weasley McCorders. <laughs> but uh, he was not arrested for anything. If anything, it says the only legal history he has is that the bank, his bank wrongfully claimed that he defaulted on $1.3 million in loans. But he said, bitch, I'm R.W. McCorders. You think I would default on my loans? And turns out they settled it for a few grand. Good guy. Uh, also, this might take the cake here, but I'm reading that uh, McCorder. He was so you know how he, he wore those all those different band aids under both of his eyes. Yeah, and he had like the yeah. So he always <laughs> no, had. No, I don't. Oh, yes. you don't. No. Oh, so like he because he, he had like the huge dreadlocks and he had yeah. like the uh, the different band aids under one or both of his eyes, and uh, actually one of those was uh, would depict SpongeBob SquarePants. So he just shot up my list. Yeah, favorite uh, player. Yep. Favorite Bears player, go. Um, he was also shot in the back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was okay, though. Yeah. He's a okay. tough guy. That's tough. That's Bears tough. Wow. How do you go from SpongeBob to... Okay, anyways. Um, I'm going to... How many more guys do you have? Just one more. Okay, me too. Well, I'm going to skip well, Kevin I, White because... Well, I think you get two more, right? Because oh. I went first. Oh, no, That's, you went first. Uh, yeah, okay, two more. Each. All right, so... Okay, so... I want to save my I want to save my guy for last, and I know we talked about him late, so I'll, I'll wait. But Kevin White is uh, is the one I wanted to go with. I know we see. I think about Kevin White a lot. I'm just what, what did he what do if, to you? What if? Okay. Yeah. So, all right. So he's he's relevant in the fact that you think about him, but he's irrelevant in the fact that we took him first round. Everyone was I was excited. I said, "Oh, sick!" Now we ha- have someone to th- you know we have someone to throw the ball to, and he's the dude is made of glass. Speaking of SpongeBob, he's literally the guy. That like cons SpongeBob. My leg. Yeah. That, well, yeah, that guy too. But he like says, you know, my my bones are made of glass. Uh, okay. I think that's. I think Is that that the same scene, guy. Single, I don't think so. I don't know. No. Uh, yeah, Kevin White. I mean, I don't even need to read stats here because I think he had like two catches in the past like five years. One of them being the almost touchdown in the end zone on a hail mary uh, for the Bears. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Um, yeah. I. I, I just was thinking the whole time I would need a my leg soundboard thing. Yeah. You know? My leg. There should be one on there. Um, last pick. I'll make it quick. Nice rhyme. Nice rhyme. Todd Collins. That's a, my, my Bears quarterback. He, Is that an announcer? He, no. He actually played. You know when Jay Cutler got hurt in the NFC Championship game? And then Caleb Haney <laughs> almost brought us back? Todd Collins actually played for a few minutes in that game. And got hurt, like right here to shoulder within a few minutes. And then Caleb Haney came in. So he played some big minutes in one of, in like the most important Bears game in the last, I don't know, 15 years. And yeah, so talk about being irrelevant. N- neither of you guys here even knew that happened. That's pretty irrelevant. I mean, maybe I'll just go and pick off the list of some random Bears player too next time. Uh, no, I, I, the internet's <laughs> I'm your just friend. That Jimmy. was a good pick. That was a good pick. I'm actually just really mad that I didn't do that. K 
Caleb Haney, I remember. Okay. Um, last pick is going to be kicker. Cap us off, Jim. Kicker of the Chicago Bears, uh, Paul Edinger. Hmm. I know we might have mentioned him previously, but uh, Paul Edinger is a name that you think you think of in your head, right? Like, oh, that's that was the Bears kicker. Well, fun fact about Paul Edinger. He never played for the Bears. Ooh, that would be something. <laughs> so so Paul Edinger actually only played five years for the Bears. Um, and so like I, he he was he was okay. He and this is the, this is why I picked him because as a kid I remember growing up as a kid I remember growing up with Paul Edinger. I was like, Oh, like Paul Edinger, he's our guy, he's the kicker, like he's gonna make everything. He's sick. And I think it's just ingrained in my head like he was good, but I was looking at his stats and he was fine his first year, but then he the last the like last two or three seasons he was terrible i think actually his last year he kicked uh he averaged 62.5 percent of all field goal attempts it's really bad so, so then we released him um then the vikings signed him like they usually do all of our players and then they got rid of him and then he actually went to go play for the chicago rush the rush uh three-year contract and then he was actually released um a week later so so he was he was signed released a week later then re-signed and then he pulled his groin before the game and didn't play ever again. Paul Edinger. You remember how he's the guy that had the really weird, he'd like walk back and then diagonally like seven steps before. Yeah, that guy. I just, I just how quickly we forget that Bon Jovi owned a football team in Chicago, in the Chicago rush. You know, I think that's the real Mr. Yeah. Irrelevant right there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, do you think he was just like, they would play living on a prayer like at halftime and he'd just be like yes i went to yes. rush games, and i'm sure they play is they probably played it a good amount yeah well i think that caps our uh our irrelevancy draft of chicago bears players um go ahead and vote online of who you think won the uh the draft yeah you can find us on espn we have our own uh web page on there um no we don't but the people real- are sc- screaming from belmont ave right now I think John won. Jim won. Uh, that, all jokes aside, that's all we have today, folks. Uh, join us next time for some more questionable takes on Chicago sports. If any of this doinked your goalposts, then feel free to check us out on Lowbrow, Highbrow. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see that. I'll have to make sure my mom listens. Thanks for listening. This has been a Highbrow, Lowbrow for Dark. Check out our website at highbrow-lowbrow.com. Highbrow, lowbrow. All brows well. How long is that, 30 minutes?